On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we continue our discussion on the Activision Blizzard purchase by Microsoft. And how much does this affect Nintendo? Do they have something to worry about? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Third Party Control Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the video game tips, tricks, all the news, content, all the important things you want to know in the video game world, all the important things that we like. We are coming to you from the interwebs through the airwaves to bring you this episode, as you can tell, right here. It's us, third party controller. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing this week? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Good, good, good. Cool, cool. Because we got some stuff to talk about, some things to say. But before we do, let's get to what's important. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. champion it's it's been still really good i i'm still going through the story i think i'm on the last boss because like the main they're like the like pretty much the uh the biggest boxer in the game uh and popularity like skill wise is uh is i'm fighting him now uh but it's 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 hard because i gotta like you gotta do certain things to to beat him mm-hmm. um like at first you gotta try to survive the round first two rounds uh, and then you just gotta just weather the storm, and then you gotta attack the body to tire him out. So doing that is fucking tough because he's like he's pretty fast and he's strong. He'll fuck. He's been fucking me up lately. I've been playing that, and it's uh it's been pretty difficult. But I'm still having fun with it. Like it's still, even though it's really hard, it's it doesn't it, it doesn't really seem cheap because it's 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 all about like the you your strategy really. Like, like I mean, in root boxing, you gotta you gotta figure out how to how to fight a fighter. Um, but, but this is just, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not even sure if I want to play any of like the, with the actual boxers now, because I just go through the story and then I'm not sure how it's going to be if I just start playing just regular, like, uh, I don't even know if there's a career mode in like, uh, uh, in the, um, uh, in that game, but I'm playing that. It's still fun. And then, uh, because I still have game pass. I downloaded the UFC 4 game, mm-hmm. and it fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it is really bad. Yeah. There's too much, too much button, too many buttons. Like, you're playing, like, this. yeah, it's just, it's not that it's confusing, it's just that it's more... It's like, know, it's you, like Chubby Rain, you have to hold the L, the R, the T, the G. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'll go down right now. EA MMA was the funnest fucking uh, it, MMA game that ever that there ever was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just, the, the, it the, wasn't fucking deep, but it was fun, and that was the entire point. When you when you make grappling and fucking takedowns so goddamn um, 
confusing and just like like difficult to fucking like do that it's just not fun and honestly there's you'll never i've said this before you'll never make a fucking mma game or a game with grappling i feel like anyone that pull that fucking actually does it i can't grasp them i can't like you know how certain people like like they say um drummers like real drummers have a hard time fucking playing like rock band because it's just so fucking weird for them to, to like it, they just can't that's yeah. how i feel when it when in any mma game whenever there was like a ground system uh for grappling you know having doing jiu-jitsu i looked at it and i was like this makes no fucking sense this doesn't feel like it doesn't feel right it's never yeah. ever felt right and maybe someone else they'd be like oh, like but i'm like i can't fucking get behind it EMMA when you say was at least simplistic mm-hmm. and it was fun that was just like that was like okay cool yeah now when you say it doesn't feel right like do you, you mean like it down. doesn't make sense how the button combinations are because because if you how i'm understanding how you're saying it is like it doesn't feel like how when i take someone down because i do mixed martial arts so when you say something like that i think well okay when you're playing madden it feels like you're playing football or are you just used to how they figured out the mechanics on it? This feels like how a game should feel this way. Because I'm I'm thinking how you're saying that is it doesn't feel like taking someone down. Which how can you how can you put that in a game? Like you get what I'm saying? It doesn't feel. It doesn't just come off like grappling in its in it of itself is like it's very um, it's free flowing there's there's so many like it's improvising on the top of your head sometimes when you get decent at it like when you get halfway decent it's making stuff up on the fly it's doing mm-hmm. stuff like that and in video game form the way and i'm not just talking about the ufc EA, the EA games but even undisputed the way they did it you you can't replicate that there is no way to fucking truly replicate little tiny you know you can go, you can do the big moves, and you can learn the fucking big moves and learn transitions, but grappling to me is, there's so many little elements where sometimes moving, like doing a move and doing it right and successful and it failing can be a matter of fucking inches. And, and, and nothing, no video game can, I feel like no one's been able to do a grappling system where you can give that feeling. Okay. It's impossible. It, I really feel, and I'm not like, like I'm not even shitting on it. I just feel like it's an impossible thing. Mm-hmm. So, so the thing is for me is like, how do you get around that? As like, you just make it fun, and I feel like EA MMA made it fun, and it was like cool. It's not real. It wasn't realistic, but I'm like, I can get behind this because at the end of the day, I'm having fun doing it, and I've never had fun grappling the way the the uh, the EA UFC games have. I understand there's people out there that learn how to play it and are good at it, and uh, and that's fine. But being someone that actually you know has done it for a long time, yeah, I can't correlate that. That it just doesn't feel good to me. Um, NFL sports games and like like a lot of those games, I feel like they do a good job of conveying. Like it's very. It's what it is. And that's not even to say it's perfect because there's elements of like even in like we talk about all the time, like in Madden, the um lineman, the blocking, uh-huh. it's fucking terrible. 
you, you see it. You watch a real NFL game and you watch the block and you watch it in a, in a, in a fucking the video game and you're like, it's fucking horrible. But like, you know, the the, the, the main elements are there. You drop back, you, you hand the ball off, you run, you look for the hole and you run. Simple. That, that, that's, that's, that's football. Mm-hmm. Um, you drop back, you look for an open receiver, the receiver runs his route, you pass the ball. It's very, you know, if it's there, you get it. If it's not, it's not. Um, so, you know, you get that sense of like, yeah, this is, this is basically how it goes. With the grappling portion of an MMA, of the MMA game, I just to me, I've never seen a system been done where it's like that makes sense, you know. And okay. I think they always go about it the wrong way. They try to be realistic, like you can't fucking make that in there. You can't turn grappling into a fucking thing you do with your fucking thumbs on two controls. You just can't. You know, maybe I'm being a snob about it, but I really feel like you no. can't. You could do striking because striking is tactile. It's feedback. You hit a button, a punch comes out. That makes sense to me. Um, but. The, what they got to do is now the next UFC game, you play with your controller, but when you take him to the ground, then you have your add-on body that you grapple with your actual hands. <laughs> yeah, you t- that's how you take him <laughs> down. And you go, you know, because it's not it's not Activision. We would have for sure gotten that, but right. And then Joe's like, "This feels right," you know. Yeah, it's just and that's again that's, that's yeah, just a thing where I'm like it, I'm, uh, I don't think anyone's ever gonna do it right. Yeah. Well, at I least, mean, at least, someone, at least going, going the realistic route. That, you're yeah. going to do it, I was just gonna, make it fun. I was going to say, you're going to have to go less sim-like and more yes. arcade which is yeah. either going to turn people off or people are going to be like, well, this makes it fun. Um, but yeah, I think that's the that's probably and I feel the like most of the people that are going to get turned off on it are like, the, uh, I, play, I play UFC games, I, I play sim-style. And like, shut the fuck up. Can I fucking actually do that? Should go do it for real, idiot. <laughs> how big? How big is? It's not. It's not a yearly thing, know. really. So. It also really frustrates me that that's the reason. One of the reasons, at least I call it, one of the reasons why we've never got another fight night game. Oh, uh, because of UFC. That's what I. I mean, I don't. Because UFC. My scapegoat. I don't care. UFC is popular, so. Yeah. But yeah, it's just one of those games. Like when Becca talks about it, it's like, yeah, and that's why I play them. And even when I play them, um, I played some other ones. I've never gone. I never go to a fucking ground. <laughs> I just, I just try to keep it up and standing like a fucking boxing fight. It was funner that way to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I did. I was playing, it and there's one part I, I forget what you have to do, but there's a part where you have to hit the the left bumper and the right, the left bumper and the left trigger at the same time, and just holding that. It's just like it's, it's it doesn't work. Like you. Trying to use that, trying to use it like that. No fucking sense. Yeah, like it's so uncomfortable. So, like I was playing through, it and I was like, "This game is really bad." Yeah. The striking even isn't that 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 great either. It's just a bunch of button presses, and it's not. It's just not. I don't know. It's just not done very well. Like even yeah. like, like how Joe said, I remember playing EA MMA, and that was a lot of fun just because it was it was the control the the controls were very simple. So going through that, it was fun. Even the grappling, like it was simple. So it wasn't it wasn't like a how, how stupid and like I don't know just kind of I don't know just, it's annoying complicated to, it's made so yeah, complicated that you can't have fun I feel like you can't have fun doing it no so like I mean the, the, that made me think like it'd be cool if you, there was like a K1 game or just like even a kickboxing game for that because that would, I think that would work way better than than a grappling game like I would I, like, like I, I wish kickboxing was big as popular as like like yeah any other sport just so we can get a a decent uh, kickboxing game for that. I wasn't a fan of the 
I was just gonna say, um, when you brought up the, that like that that uh, that fight in the boxing in the in the fight night game, um, I re- what I really liked about that is it really was like to me the equivalent of a fucking boss fight in a in a fight night game because of those yeah. objectives that you had to do, survive the round, wear a person out. It was so cool to have these objectives as you're fighting, and if you don't yeah. follow them, and you're, you're like part of it is like I don't try to get out of this because the guy is so fucking strong. Yeah. I thought it was so well done because it could have been cheesy in a way where it could have just been like, oh yeah, it's gonna, but like no, they did it in a way where it was really fucking cool. I remember doing that fight, going like, oh fuck, this is this is intense because this is really like this guy's a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, it was so well done. That fight was so cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I liked about it. Like if, if it was just a regular story, like even like the 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 EA UFC game has like a little story to it, and it just like it just pretty much goes, oh, beat this person. That's it. Yeah. Like, however you want, beat him. Like, that's it. I played it for, like, 30 minutes. I'm like, fuck this. I deleted it right away. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was it for me. I mean, really, I mean, I played my Madden game. I, I still suck at it, so I didn't make the playoffs, so I'm taking a break from the Madden because it's the postseason now. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but I did have a, a um, a, what do you call it, a, a good send-off because I, I eliminated the team that was in front of me uh, in the playoffs, because like I, I was, I was like, uh, like two games away from making the playoffs, and the the Broncos. I played the Broncos. I I beat them, and then they were eliminated from a from from the postseason. So I was like, yeah, I did something good. <laughs> I sealed it off really uh, uh, in, a, in a good way for me. But yeah, what's up? So real quick question before you you finish your part, Bethel, because um, now you have both consoles again, or all three consoles, and you went last generation without uh, an Xbox. So I know you've priority only had what three weeks with the the Xbox Series X. Oh my god! So having an Xbox Series X, your PlayStation, your Nintendo Switch, um, and now being able to to try out everything. Uh, how does it feel compared to last generation? Like, are you enjoying it more? Do you find yourself like leaning toward different things, especially with Game Pass? Uh, no, I mean, I, I love Game Pass. Like I was telling you guys, Game Pass is my best friend because they, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I mean, it has so many games. Like I, I, it's like Netflix, dude. I just like, oh, let's try this out. Like, let's, let's try this. Like, I like there's some there's I can like. Nice. Just, I get decision fatigue from like trying to figure out what I want to play next. Has there been something like, you know what? Not because we've had this talk and I'm like, is it a good thing that, you know, there's games like, oh, I wouldn't have never tried this unless it was on Game Pass. Yeah. But is there something on Game Pass where you're like, wow, I, I have never had interest in anything like this, but because it's right here, I want to play it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it's not Final Fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, let's uh, see. I could look at everything you've downloaded, and right here, I see under the Fs. No, I don't know. (laughs) No. um, I saw you sweating right now when I said that. You're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you know what? I'm going to download this as a joke. (laughs) I'm I'm going to download it just to delete it. You're like, I'm going to play it as a joke. And then, like, 20 hours later, I'm going to beat it just as a joke. Um, no, I can't think of anything. Like, no? I, I just want to play the old, older stuff. Like, uh, I downloaded the first two ga- Gears of War games so I can go through them because I really want to go through that series. Did you download um, the the Ultimate Edition of one? I don't think so. I think you might have. I think the only what? one that's up there on, on oh, okay, Game Pass sure the... is the Ultimate. Well, like the they remade one. So, 
What's, what's, what's the difference? You have to play four and five, it, huh? Be- better. The ones you're missing, but though? I only played one and two. Oh, really? Okay. Better yeah. I never played three. I don't think I even finished two, because I was like, I don't know, I couldn't get into it. Hey. It's like the little ground monsters. I want to like the... see you get to five. Yeah. I want you to like play five, but I want to really see if you beat five, like how you like the DLC. That's one of the highlights yeah, so far that I've played. Hey, we can, we can all play together on that, right? Oh, we can, huh? I yeah. think we can. Five? Yeah, or the DLC. Well, we can play together on all of them, except... Wait. I think, we can, I think playing we through can the do... DLC would be the funnest. I think the DLC, we can do all of us. But I think uh, the rest of the games, we can only play co-op together. So I'll be your Dom, Bethel, if you want. <laughs> Go together. Dude, once you beat those, if you, well, if you beat them and you get to five <laughs> and you beat five, we should do the high buster shit. You're like, nah. Yeah. That I, was a fun one. I, that, I one was, that. that one was fun, but I rushed it. Like, I wanted to just beat it, but it was high fun. Busters? Yeah. I just wanted to beat it, and I rushed it, but it was fun. Not, it wasn't like I took a, my time. It wasn't it's like quick. Mm, mm. no, 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 yeah. But I wanted to like beat it just as soon it. as possible because I think it was either one because we were about to record and I wanted something to talk about, or it was two. I wanted to beat it so you wouldn't ruin something for me, Joe. So it was one of the two. I forget. Uh, yeah, but there, yeah, there hasn't really been. Like, well, I can't think of a game that that I was like, oh, I just wanted to try this, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I would have to look at the list again because I don't remember what's on there. But um, but yeah, that's that's uh, what I played this week. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? Speaking of Game Pass, <laughs> I was uh, I had, I've been noticing uh, heard talk about this one game, and then when I saw it was on Game Pass, I was like, sweet, so I'm gonna try it out. And I played it, and I fucking loved it. Uh, Windjammers too. Oh yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, you oh, and Jess were playing it. It was fucking dope. It mm-hmm. is awesome, man. Do you have to um, play with one to play with Jammers two? What happened? Do you have to play with Jammers one to play with Jammers two? No, no. <laughs> well, what if you miss the story of one, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say if you miss the story of one, you're fucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a mixture of fucking like, kind of like best way you could put it. Kind of is just like it's pong. I heard it was pong, like, but more involved. Air hockey, yeah, but a little bit more involved with like yeah. each character has some special moves and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a little bit of like a little bit of fighting game mixed with air hockey, but just a lot of fucking fun, man. Um, I downloaded it and I started playing it, and I was like, "Kind of, this is cool." And then Jess was there and literally watched it, and she's just like, "Can I, can I play with you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I got to remind him we started playing each other. We had to fucking we play for like 30, 30, 45 minutes, and it was fucking fun. We're just playing. We on team? It's really good. So I don't even know. You, uh, like, it's just one on one. It's one. Yeah, you. you it's uh, oh, versus. Okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, just the idea is there's like, there's a couple of different goals on each side. So, you know, you have like a five point small one and then like a larger three point one. But they change. There's other. There's other like uh, point totals and yeah, you use the. Some of the courses are just like, they're they're, they're playing. So you you know you're look you're like trying to like, you know, bounce a ricochet off. You, you're catching and using special moves to like kind of throw off your opponent um each character some of them are slower but more powerful so their shots are quicker, faster other characters are just you know can move around quicker so there's like strategy and who you pick um a couple of a couple of the fields or whatever you want to call them have like obstacles or little things where you can like you know instead of just ricocheting off the, the ends of the uh you know, or against the like the boundaries, there's a little thing that you can ricochet the shot to change them up. So there's like some strategy to it. Um, but it was a lot of fun. 
I got the shit kicked out of me by the CPU. <laughs> like the first time I played it, uh, I think the thing has it um, like six, 15 points is, is victory. And uh, I lost like 16 nothing the first time. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm fucking doing. But it was really cool because me and just neither of us knew what we were doing because I didn't look to see what the controls were or anything like that. So we were just like, well, we're just fucking going blind. And it was fun. It was cool. Like, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I definitely would recommend uh, if you're looking to try something. And uh, I think I, I told that. Uh, our, our buddy Dave about it and uh, and he was like well let me see on PlayStation how much it is and he was like it's like 20 bucks I'm like fuck it's 20 dollars because I didn't think it was going to be that much but I was like Jesus but I was like well you know well, it's fucking a lot of fun but you know that's again that's a cool thing about Game Pass because even if I had seen that game and I'd been like cool with it like if I had seen it for 20 bucks I'd probably be like uh, I don't know man that's a hard 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 sell for me but again but now you know it's good so like regardless yeah, now that, I can recommend it now I can yeah. be like yeah it's a really good game you know is it worth the 20 bucks I don't know. I haven't gotten deep enough into it. I do know that it's a lot of fun. It is a fun game. I could still see someone being like, eh, it still seems a lot for 20, but I mean, you know, it, it's what one person's, you know, how one person sees something, how much it's worth changes for each person, but I like it. It's a lot of fun. And like, that was the most, I honestly, that was the most exciting thing I, I, uh, I played because I, you know, hadn't seen the reviews and everything. I never played the original one. So getting into this one, it was a lot of fun. And I'm actually interested to play, like, you know, against you guys, you know. And that's the cool thing about this one is, you know, I, I think it does online. I'm not sure. But, I, you know, I know that it does, um, you know, we can just play Couch together. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys come by, you guys, we can play. So it's fucking cool. Yeah. So um, definitely, like, a little throwback to older games. But very, very, very cool. Um, yeah, that was that was it for me. Uh, Justine, what's up? I streamed. Well, at first last year, I streamed a bit of Guardians of the Galaxy and had a really good time. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Last weekend, I streamed six hours straight of Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. And that game is really good. Story-wise, I was really surprised. I enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. You know, one and two. Two wasn't my favorite. Storytelling in this game is way better than those movies. And it's crazy. You would think like, whoa, even better than what James Gunn wrote. It's like, yeah. I was surprised. But um, yeah, fun gameplay. The mixture of being able to control and uh, Star-Lord, but also command the Guardians in combat is really good. Pretty much my, my whole enjoyment of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, besides the combat and the exploration and the world that you go and travel, is pretty much character interaction and character storytelling. There's a lot of the times where everyone's talking. Drax, Gamora rocket Groot, and you kind of want to stop and pay attention because the banner feels so authentic and funny that you kind of don't want to keep proceeding because you feel like you're going to miss something so i'm having a lot of fun with guardians and i want to say i'm already 10 or 12 hours into it and when i was streaming streaming and i got to a point where i was like oh shoot i feel like i'm probably toward the end and it's really cool thing happens in the story uh someone in the chat goes like yeah you're you're barely halfway and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, so they, there's a lot of great character stuff. Uh, if you're a fan of the Guardians, but also fan, a fan of, of, like, Marvel history from the comic books and, and even, like, some of the earlier Guardian stuff, where this lands in the story. Because, like, this type, of, th this type of game, and they do it in comic books, too. If it's based on a franchise that got big in the films, they always incorporate a lot of, of that. You know, like, Star-Lord in the comic books wasn't really into music you know not like crazy how star lord in the movie is and and they incorporate that stuff into the the comic books and the games too but also i was really as a fan of marvel marvel comics 
I was very happy with a lot of stuff I would discover going off a beaten path or, or, or discovering things that, oh, this is falling into how the comic books were. You know, like Thanos in this, like they talk about him. Oh, they're taking the, the storyline of the fucking comic book instead of the movie. Because if, like like if you took the comic book and tried to put it into the movies, like not that it wouldn't work, but the movies do a really good job for, for your, your standard audience to be like, oh, this is why he did what he did. But Thanos in the comic books, you're like, oh, this is what he did? Like, oh, that's kind of weird. You know, if you're already used to like Infinity War Endgame type. But um, really cool... Uh, lore diving, dumping in in the uh, Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy game and I'm having a blast going through it, fighting enemies and just how everything is done it's really good um, I hope the game has gotten good word of mouth, it won uh, I... best story at, in um, Jeff Keighley's The Game Awards I'm just honestly really hoping like playing through this game, I'm like damn I hope it does well enough that we actually do get a sequel because I'm having such a great time that I hope it does. But like how negatively Marvel's Avengers was taken. Exactly. Nobody, <laughs> nobody gave it a shot. All of us were like, yep. fuck, this looks fucking stupid. And what was exactly Marvel what I was going to say? Yeah. Yep. That, that's why it sucks because if we don't get a sequel, I don't blame kind of the companies, but I do because it's but like, it no. sucks to have them do so well with it. You yeah. know, have it be so good and have that. And I, I, I was going to say, I, I think it has gotten really good word of mouth. Yeah. However, it's just one of those things too, where it's like, um, it's just one of those things where I think too, when it came out and it, and it was like, it was a big deal, but at the same time, because of that cloud of Avengers, mm -hmm. it just was like, people weren't sure. But, um, I mean, I still want to play it, but, I just haven't, you know. I mean, whether it comes to Game Pass or not, which it might because Marvel's Avengers went to Game Pass, I'd recommend it cuz I I'm, I'm having a blast. Like it's it's really fun and Yeah, I can't I can't praise it too much. I haven't beaten it yet. For all I know, I'll beat it and be like, "Oh, it's all right." You know. <laughs> but I I'm, I'm enjoying it. I just When uh when they told you that you're barely halfway done, were you like really excited that there was more games to play? Fuck yeah. I was like, damn, that's cool. Because it felt like it was like toward the end and I'm like, oh, okay, it's wrapping up. Or I like where this was going and, and everything. But yeah, it was, I was like. That's how it was with like, there's, there's a part in God of War where I was like, I think I'm almost done with it. And there's like another couple hours, like like a lot, maybe like 10 more hours left. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, um, I liked where they went. And, it, and the cool thing is, um, it explores something and I'm not gonna say what it is but it explores something that is an interesting take because when it comes to my my knowledge of of Marvel history as in comic books I never I never like reached the galactic part of it like guardians I knew who the guardians were and I knew a good chunk of stuff but unless it was when the x-men were in space I didn't know much about it so, but I knew characters, right? So it was like, uh, there's a, um, you go to the, in the game, you go to the Nova Corps and you're going through the database and you're like checking out criminal records and there's certain characters you're like, oh fuck, they talked about this character? Like it's on here? I'm like, that's fucking crazy. You know, like just things only like, like comic book nerds or people who, who delved into that shit uh, would appreciate. I just like that shit personally. 
It's nothing where like, oh, if you don't know who this is, you're missing out. No, it's, it's nothing like that. But, yeah. Guardian, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, I recommend it. I mean, I could change my mind if I beat it next week and be like, it's all right. But right now, it's good. It's good. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. about the purchase of Mar Microsoft purchasing Activision Blizzard and um, by the way a lot of people liked that episode they enjoyed uh, us talking about it um, but I felt like there was still more to talk about right and, and I, wa I wanted to ask you guys some questions but before we do this did come out uh, although Activision Blizzard is soon to become an Xbox company, the future of Call of Duty isn't exclusive just yet. According to a new report, the next few annual Call of Duty releases are still set to release on PlayStation. Bloomberg says that before Xbox announced its $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, the Call of Duty company has already committed to making the next few Call of Duty games available across all platforms, including PlayStation. According to Jason Schreier, this includes Call of Duty of 2022, Call of Duty of 2023 and Warzone 2 also planned for 2023. Uh, after these, however, the future of Call of Duty outside of the Xbox and Windows platforms is less clear. Xbox boss Phil Spencer tweeted last week that as Call of Duty and Sony executives, he intends to honor all existing agreements. Sources familiar with Activision deal says that for the next two years at least, Xbox will honor the commitments to release annual Call of Duty games on PlayStation. But when the acquisition is complete by 2022, Microsoft will examine the future of the franchise. So I bring this up because they did mention like the next three Call of Duty games, right? And I, I remember saying three Call of Duty games just because that made sense to me. But it was kind of exciting when they mentioned three because I was like, oh, that's what I said, three. So I, was did, right. I was right. Um, but no, like talking about this... Uh, I just wanted to bring that up. We don't have to discuss it unless there's something you want to talk about with that. Because we did talk about that and we're saying that, like, hey, you know, they'll honor it. Maybe they'll hold it exclusive. Maybe Warzone will be kept on everything. That's something we already talked about. But we did miss a few things that I did want to bring up. With this purchase of Activision Blizzard, right, from, to, from Microsoft, how do, to you guys, how does this affect Nintendo? Because we haven't talked about Nintendo. We really just mostly talked about PlayStation. But how much does this acquisition affect Nintendo? And does Nintendo, in your guys' opinion, have anything to worry about? Now, before you mention anything, Joe, Beto, I'd like you to go first. Um, yeah, I really feel like, I mean, what, I mean, what Activision Blizzard games are on Nintendo? So, I mean, I really feel like, I, there's not a lot of I mean they they don't have it so they're doing their own thing I mean yeah they have they have a lot more third party support than they did in the previous consoles but uh -huh. I feel like they're they're good on their own they're gonna fucking do their own thing like we always said like even before when they were doing really bad Nintendo does whatever they fucking whatever Nintendo wants right yeah 
they're gonna they're gonna keep that formula and still still be successful with that. They got they got enough um, um, enough games on their own that they they'll be able to they'll be fine with that. I feel. Mm-hmm. You don't think they have anything to worry about? I don't think so. No. Okay. Joe, what about you? What do you think? Um, I do agree. I I I don't think. I mean, it hasn't really been in a, hasn't affected them. Thus far, the last Call of Duty game on their console was what uh, fucking Ghost, Ghost on a Wii. Wii. Yeah, yeah. And which is know, the so... best one? They went out with a bang with the best Call of Duty, right? <laughs> Dual screen, but, um, man. It it just it doesn't really affect them any more than it did before, uh, to me. So for Nintendo, it's just business as as usual. I you mean, it, it's easy to say. For me, it doesn't affect Nintendo. But looking outside of yourself, you know, and looking deep within, Joe. Um, but looking outside of, like, because me, like, the Activision Blizzard in general, I'm like, well, I don't really play Call of Duty, so it doesn't really matter to me. But there are other titles on that Activision owns. But, like, I think all of us think of the main one, which is Call of Duty. I just don't see them being, like, even if they own it, why would they stop, like, if it isn't Call of Duty, if it's one of the lesser titles, I don't even see them, like, and if it is on Nintendo's console, mm-hmm. I don't see them being like, no, no, we gotta, we gotta stop this Nintendo, uh, this whole thing. They're gonna be like, yeah, whatever. I, I, that's just how I see it, because I don't, to this, I still feel, and I think, um, it was, uh, when it comes to, as, as especially through Sony's eyes, um, not so Microsoft, but still, like, You've heard different kind of comments where it's like they don't, in a lot of cases, they refer to Nintendo. I mean, it is a competitor, but also they see that age group as like that introduction. It's the gateway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Shoei Yoshida who said that, where it's like he viewed Nintendo as that. He's like, he wanted that to succeed because he's like, they bring in those young gamers, you know, I mean, they, they, they also bring in, they have their core fan base and they have adults and, and older people, but like the young people who are going to, who maybe just casuals who haven't really played a lot and, and, and see Nintendo was like, yeah, this is cool. And then they get into it and then, then they can go on from there and be like, Oh, I like Nintendo, but I think I like this too. And just bring in more fans. So I think to them, they're like, yeah, like a lot of cases, I feel like that's how, and I could be wrong here, but that's, you know, that's how it's viewed. Obviously it was better when, Nintendo wasn't, you know, the didn't have the number one console for as long as you know, you know, like when the Switch came out. But mm-hmm. you know, to a degree, stuff feel like that. And I don't think, I don't so much see either Sony or Microsoft viewing Nintendo as a, I want to say as a competitor because it is, but just I don't know. I feel like it's a it's that relationship where they exist with each other. They're not looking to end them you know what i mean yeah they're looking to coexist with them Mm -hmm. you know activision had titles on the nintendo switch uh you would get the crash bandicoot trilogy you got crash 4 on there crash team racing tony hawk there were a few franchises that went to the nintendo switch but not the main ones like call of duty Mm -hmm. now microsoft owns these properties because they're acquiring this company, they acquire everything. They acquire the stats. They acquire, like, how much is it, you know, how much do we sell on this console? How much do we sell on that console? Do you see Microsoft continuing support for those type of titles in the future for Nintendo? No, I don't know. No. <laughs> so, do, I mean, and, 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 and pretty much, like, 
we've talked about this about Nintendo and does Nintendo care about having third parties but now Nintendo has third parties where people want to put their stuff on there and the Activision Blizzard before the buyout of Microsoft weren't putting too much effort already into releasing stuff on the Nintendo Switch even though it was doing really well but we were we were going into again before Microsoft we were turning in uh, Activision Blizzard itself was turning into a company that was already shifting to not even start creating content or or games in the series that they've already had like Crash they were shifting toward a Call of Duty format where they were sending all their their studios to support and make Call of Duty now we're not having that you guys always say that Nintendo doesn't have to worry I'm sure they want the sales. I'm sure they'd love to get other games on there. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they chose they choose to go a specific route. Um, how it's... how long can Nintendo continue that in this market? Nintendo, out of the two other companies, they're a completely different market. They're in a completely different uh, uh, area uh, than PlayStation and Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft has their Game Pass. You guys are enjoying Game Pass. You're loving Game Pass. The shift of the video game market seems to be going more toward a digital download cloud future. Now, let's say PlayStation does come out with their competitor that's equal as Game Pass. How long can Nintendo continue a traditional console cycle of releasing games the way they do? I feel that as long as Nintendo has... And really, this is a this is a this is a what do you call it? I'm boosting them as long as they have the creative people that they have, mm-hmm. and a lot of the talented uh, game designers um, and staff that they have. And as long as they continue to be innovative and creative, I don't think they have a whole lot to worry about because Nintendo is Nintendo. They've already made their their. They're fucking icons, man. Everybody knows Nintendo. They're always going to have that go for them. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to expect... You know, eventually they'll get into the 4K and they'll do that. But, like, nobody expects them to be the class leader of, you know, like... Of, of like, oh, this is the most powerful this or the most powerful that. Or we do this. We, do that. we expect that Nintendo is good fucking games. And nine times out of ten, they, they deliver. And... That's what it always boils down to in the end, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have we seen games that were technologically so fucking advanced be boring as fuck, you know, or just be, be like, uninspired? They spend so much time and energy making this game look li- realistic and lifelike, or this or that, or so Red. close to this, huh? Red Dead Two. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying, like, it's like a movie, this or that, and then it, it, it just takes away. Like, you, you play it. And I don't want to say it's soulless, but there's things where it's just like, yeah, you guys didn't need to go that far. This could have been funner. Um, you know, I mean, you know, and for, for my take, Red Dead, that was a great example of that to me. Like, it was such a fucking, like, it is it is a fantastic looking game. It has this story, a lot of stuff. But, like, as I was playing, I was like, I get you're going for a specific thing, like, pacing-wise. But sometimes I was just like, all right, man, enough. Like, let's get to it. And that's not a knock, because I know someone else is going to be like, this is fucking art, this is fucking fantastic and cool. But, you know, like, when you look at Nintendo, you get 
just you just get your fucking you get good games and that, that's i think is the big thing is quality is what matters they, they they do such a good job of creating their games without bloating like like the quote-unquote the triple a game now which you know nowadays it's like you know we've talked about this before where it's like it needs to they spend so much money in these fucking games that if it doesn't sell 20 million they're like yeah we lost money and it's like that's not we've been talking about that for a long time where it's like that's not sustainable mm-hmm. and nintendo's always found a way to be sustainable with their games and not over bloat like over bloat the the um the amount it costs to make their games and still be innovative and yeah sometimes nintendo tries to be innovative or or does something that doesn't hit sure it happens but more times than not they do hit and you know i think as long as they keep hitting as long as they have those creative people working for them i don't think they really have to worry so nintendo could survive without third-party support whatsoever i mean not not i mean i'm not gonna sit there and say none but like jesus like if you really look at it all their best sellers generally aren't there's not many games on their list that are third-party there are games that sell. Don't get me wrong. There are some games that, yes, they're 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 you know they do well on Nintendo's console. But like, I mean, think how many games that are fucking multi-platform aren't on Nintendo? Like, EA's fucking games aren't on there. You know, the, yeah, the hockey game, the 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 fucking FIFA games on there. But it's a re, it's every year it's a fucking just a reskin of what they do. They don't even they don't do anything other than that. They don't have Madden. They don't have which is a huge seller. Uh, there's a, there's just a shitload of titles that they don't have, and you're just like, you know, they manage. Um, would they like to? Sure. And I think eventually they're going to end up, you know, we're getting to that point where you can only go so much more with the technology to where you're going to get, like, Nintendo's going to eventually catch up to a degree where you're like, you're going to see more of those games. I, I honestly believe that. You're going to see more of those games on there, but... To this day, people buy Nintendo games for Nintendo properties. That's that's what they do. Is that um, sustainable for the future, though? Like I said, I feel like as long as they have the people there that are that are that have been creating the games and that have been so creative and, and it can be. Everyone who's creative dies. Can they sustain it? Possibly not. No, no, no. Seriously, like, like, no, 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 let me say, but, like, if we get a fucking, if we get, um, Super Mario, uh, if we get fucking, uh, uh, what, do you, what was it called? New Super Mario Brothers 2, like, a shitload of sequels, like, New Super Mario Brothers 2? No, because that shit was felt fucking bored and tired. There's, there mm. are games in the series where you're like, man, if we got a lot of these, every once in a while they phone it in. And if we get nothing but phone ins, then sure, it's going to fucking affect them. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's why I mentioned. If Nintendo has to worry, not worry, but like, wh- how, what do they think? What do you think they think of this purchase, this acquisition, all that stuff? Not something like where they have to worry, but is there, is this something where we're already going into a generation where we wouldn't have thought this? We wouldn't have put money that this was going to happen. In hindsight, you're going to have people going, I always fucking knew this shit was going to happen. But no, for real. Like, really think about it. Activision Blizzard fucking sold themselves to Microsoft. Microsoft bought them, right? In that sense, the, the how how this industry is, it's changing now. It is different, you know? Like anything can happen. We don't know what's going to happen, what's going to go on. I wouldn't I wouldn't I would have thought it was a joke. Everything I, I everything's just, changing in the market to where like how does gonna, Nintendo look at it? Yes, you I can don't say know, but- 
you could say like, well, like, like thinking about it, like, yeah, we can always say like, well, they got their series and they do. Don't get me wrong. I don't disagree. They got Pokemon. They got fucking um, Mario, the Legend of Zelda. Right. They have all that stuff. But how yeah. do you think they look at this stuff? Do they continue with what they're doing? Because the way console or the way gaming has been, it's changing. Digitally streaming, mm -hmm. right? We've talked about this type of stuff already. That's what I'm trying to like. How long can Nintendo sustain this? For real. Because we, we've talked about it. Like companies, like Microsoft has a ton of money. We know that, right? And what we've heard is that Nintendo has a lot of money too. And some people have said, they could have five, eight failed consoles and still be good, but they don't want to lose the money. Oh, of course, they not. don't want to. But I'm saying, how much do they sustain this? How much do they have to like worry? Like you, yes, they're not getting the Call of Duties. They're not getting that. But like other games, you're you're already cutting into their third-party support. And yes, a lot of us don't play the third-party games. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna buy Tony Hawk, I'm not buying it on the Switch. I'm going to buy it for my PS5 or my Xbox because I want the better experience. Hands down. Yes, for sure. But you still have a console market in the United States where people are still buying games compared to, to in Japan. Fucking Switch is the biggest thing is beating fucking PlayStation like crazy. Hand over foot in Japan. Japan's a different market. Completely yeah. different than America. But that's what I'm seeing. They're doing good in Japan and they're doing good in America. You know, they want to keep it both where you have these you're having PlayStation not doing great in Japan, you know, but doing great in America. Now mm -hmm. you got Xbox doing great in America and they've never done it like good in Japan. What I'm saying is how long can Nintendo sustain this? And I think they should worry personally, like as in like future software for their handheld, because no one's going to buy that in Japan. <laughs> Hands down, they don't give a fuck that Tony Hawk's not on there. Right. They're playing other games. I, I could yeah. be wrong, um, but I was reading a thing where even for Nintendo, when it comes to Switch, yes, it's the huge thing, but their attach rate per owner of the consoles is at least six games per console. But the attach rate is that. That's what I'm saying. Microsoft doesn't have that anymore because they're focusing on their Game Pass. We already know that. That's where they're focusing for the future, right? And PlayStation is slowly but surely might be adopting that. That's what I mentioned. That's what I mean by how long can they keep this going? If they refuse to do anything like that, like a Game Pass, because we are, I could already think like Nintendo doesn't want to do that. They don't want to offer their games for free. They want you to pay the sixty dollars, right? Sure. How long does Nintendo have to function in this this already changing gaming industry? I would add, uh, I, you know. Obviously, none of us have the answer. We don't know how long they, they have to last. Yeah, we don't have. I, we don't. I'm not saying how long they have to last, but what what do you think they should do, or what what? Well, there's a couple of things that Nintendo does, in my opinion, that Nintendo does different than than Microsoft or Sony or any, for that matter, uh, most developers out there. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the big things I feel like that might that Nintendo, you know, does is they don't spend as much money to create some of their games. And I'm not saying they're not cheap, but like, you know, because, you know, to them, the more important is like the gameplay and um, the experience over graphics and other sh bullshit like that. Um, 
you don't always see you don't you know like that it's like nintendo doesn't need a game to fucking sell 20 million copies for it to be profitable that's never been their you know i'm just i'm gonna throw it out there i don't think so i mean you know what i mean you know maybe their highest tier super mario maybe i don't know but i just don't see it being that case where you get this game that's so fucking bloated with you know uh, two fucking studios making it i just don't see mario uh, like like let's just take mario um the last mario game did they actually, need two I or was, three fucking studios working I was, on it? I don't I don't think so. Actually I heard But maybe when, I'm wrong. I heard maybe I'm wrong. I heard that when they were working on Mario Odyssey. Okay, these these games are shit anyway, right? Bethel mm-hmm. loves them. I don't know why. But uh the last Sonic Forces game, the last do you remember that game Sonic Forces? Uh, it was. I heard that Nintendo took people from that team to work on Mario Odyssey. Like okay. they're good people. So like, like, look, Sonic games aren't that great, right? They don't, they don't, they're not like top tier. Like, oh man, this is amazing. But a lot of people are crediting like, oh, the reason why Sonic Forces is as bad as it is is because Nintendo fucking took their good people. So and then again, even if those good people were there, I don't think they were gonna save that game. But what I'm saying is, they do grab the best they can. What, what's up, though? You can't make a good Sonic game, <laughs> dude. You never know, like, dude. Hey, Beto, that Frontiers. What if, what if Sonic Frontiers comes out and they go Sonic Breath of the Wild, ten out of ten, bro? But you can still only go fast for ten seconds. <sighs> I have a feeling that uh, it being open world, if they can't capture that, sorry, off topic. If they can't capture him going super fast without stopping, like you said, ten seconds in an open world game. You can never do it. I, I'm holding hope that you can, but if they can't even do that in open world, Sonic is slow. Anyways, going back to that, I'm just saying, like, I, I just, I don't think, like, like, think about how much money is spent on Call of Duty. And granted, yeah, it makes the money and mm. this or that or whatever, but, like, they have three fucking studios working, you know, like, and not just, like, oh, this studio makes its game uh, this time. You know, this year, and that's what it was for. The, the, the studio will make it. Now they have, like, oh, the studio will make it this year, but we need Treyarch to make the zombies for it. You know what I mean? And, like, the following yeah, yeah. year, it's like, okay, now this studio, but Treyarch's still making zombies, but the Treyarch's also still working on the game. How much fucking money it costs for them to make these games? You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you've heard the story, even last gen, when it was, like, Resident Evil, fuck, what was it, 6, right? Which yeah. was garbage, and they were, like, so, and, 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 uh, Square, uh, fucking, uh, Capcom? Capcom was like, we needed to sell this much. It just it got so fucking ridiculous, and I don't mm-hmm. ever really see Nintendo being in that issue. Mm-hmm. Granted, of course, they want to sell twenty million fucking games, but I don't think they're in that. That's not how they have ever really done things. So, I don't know. Like, even for them, I, I don't know what their level of sustainability is. None of us really do, but I feel like you know, what's just what's so cool about Nintendo is, has always been cool about Nintendo is like we don't buy Nintendo for the fucking. Oh god, it's 8K graphics or fucking this or that or da da da. We buy the games because it's like we know that we're more than likely we're gonna get something fucking really cool and special that we're gonna remember. And that's the big thing. I've played some games on I played I played Call of Duties. I mm-hmm. played fucking other games. I played AAA games that I've played and had fun and then will never fucking think of again. Mm-hmm. Honestly. But there are Nintendo games that I've played through my entire life that I still remember. I remember moments. I'll never forget those fucking moments. Like there's certain moments in certain games, even the newer stuff. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's moments where I was like, this is so awesome. This yeah. is so fucking cool. I don't see that, for me, happen as much with, you know, other AAA fucking developers or just... I don't see that happen with Call of Duty. Mm. No. Maybe Call of Duty is not my thing. But, you know, I'm not... I'm not... Uh, you know, I think Nintendo's going to be... Okay, obviously there are certain elements where yes, they're going to need to adapt with 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 the changes. Yeah, they they have to, and at times they are stubborn in their in their uh, desire to change with times. But I think they realize, especially with a lot of the stuff that we begin lately, that they have to. You know, you say digital games. I mean, they have their digital storefront now. Granted, it'd be nice if they had a console with a decent, um, uh. You know with decent memory but i mean we also they don't they also don't have many games with that 50 like oh every game is 50 to 100 gigs so you know it's not a big deal when you have to buy a sd card that's you know a couple of hundred gigs and to store your games in it's mm-hmm. just you know but yeah Beto? yeah i feel like a, a um i don't know like i, I agree with joe like like, I, did, I didn't buy my Switch so I can buy uh, third-party games. I bought them to buy the Nintendo games. I bought them to buy Breath of the Wild. What? What? What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say... No, you did trying, you, did trying you to get, call me out on something. Did, what'd you get L.A. Noire on for? I got it for... Yeah, I got it for 20 bucks, dude. <laughs> no, but, you no, know why but I'm just saying... I like uh, That's what I'm saying. Is like, sometimes... Like, you've done it. I've done it, too. I'm just saying... Like, well, even if we have it on the PlayStation, it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to get this game for Switch because I want to take it portably, you know? I think that yeah. there's a good amount of people that do do that. Like, do do double dip, triple dip, or whatever, because, oh, shit, I could take this on the go, you know? There, yeah, there is that. It's for, probably a small... Persona to come out on it. Yeah. Fuck, I'm going to buy Persona. If they ever go Persona 4 Goldens on Switch, I already bought it. I'll yeah. buy it again, you know? There is... It might not be a huge percentage of people that do it, but there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm going to buy it on fucking Switch. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's people like... I mean, if I really love Tony Hawk, I'd be like, well, shit, I played portable Tony Hawk when they fucking made it for a PSP, and that shit was fun, because it's just Tony Hawk on the go. Yeah. You know? There's a, there's a market for that. People do it. Now, how big that is, I don't know. Nintendo has those numbers. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't, they wouldn't really know, because they would have to know the purchase history of that customer on another console, so they wouldn't know that. Only the customer would know. But yeah, like, I mean, like, either way, like, it's still, like, yeah, I do buy a little bit of, a little bit of, yeah. like, party games, but... I'm buying, mainly buying for for the next fucking Nintendo game. Pokemon came out recently. I know it's not Nintendo, but it's pretty much it's, it's exclusive to Nintendo, so you buy it for that. So I mean, it's a I don't know. It's a, it's it's. I feel like what yeah, like a lot of the memorable games are more Nintendo games than any uh, third party. Yeah. Game. end of the show but before we go gentlemen 
Is there anything you want to bring up? Was there anything I missed from this week in gaming that you wanted to talk about? You wanted to bring up anything we missed? Was there anything about the Activision Blizzard, you know, purchase that you kind of had in your head that we didn't talk about at all yet? Because, you know, this is big news and I don't think we could have fit everything because I thought I thought about this after we had recorded and then like having to edit the podcast again. Um, it was stuff that kind of popped up like, oh, we didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about that. Or it came off of stuff like you said, Joe, or you bet. Yes. But um, was there anything else that you guys want to? Yeah, I can't think of anything. Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? Before we went to press, we got some news that popped up that we had to talk about. We couldn't wait till next week's show to talk about this. So we are back. It's Beto, Joe, and myself to talk about some of the top day-breaking news today. We're going to start off with this one. Before we get to the big one, real quickly, we were talking about Nintendo. They're talking about their future with all this... Uh, uh, Activision, Blizzard, Microsoft acquisition, and how much third parties matter to Nintendo. MLB The Show is coming to the Nintendo Switch and will feature cross-save, cross-play, and cross-progression across all consoles. Announced during a reveal event, the Sony first-party game will now be playable on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and Switch. You'll be able to play and carry save data across all platforms, by creating the MLB The Show account. The game will once again hit Xbox Game Pass on launch day. The MLB The Show arrived on Xbox for the first time last year after MLB itself asked Sony San Diego to make the series multi-platform. This year's edition marks the first time the series has come to Nintendo platforms and the first portable version of the game since MLB The Show on Vita in 2015. So Hohi Antani of the Los Angeles Angels will be the cover athlete on the standard edition of this year's game. The game will be available on April 5th, 2022. Gentlemen, with this announcement, Beto, especially you, because you played the show, and Joe, I know you dabbled on it on Game Pass. What do you think? You know, more more accessibility to the game. I think they realized how, how much of a... how popular it was, especially moving it over to um, Xbox, you know, the Xbox platform. So I think going this route is probably just natural, you know, just... The progression of things you know mm -hmm. i'm sure mlb probably had a say in that too like we want this everywhere um seeing as how popular it was with the move over to uh, xbox so and i think you know you're also running a um it's a baseball game that even by uh i remember when they talked about uh when it came out last year or yeah um like really scalable they they, they meant for this because even people were talking about how it it looked good on um like Series X and PS5, but mm -hmm. it wasn't like anything blown away. And I think there was a reason for that was that so that it could be, you know, scalable that anyone and everyone could jump on and play. And I think by making it so um, specifically like for PS4 and Xbox One X, it allowed Switch to be in that category to be like, yeah, we can, it's it's scalable to, you know, to support everything. So no, it's a, it's a good move, man. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, that's good. I mean, that's more people that uh, get to play MLB The Show, which is a great a great uh game so it's 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 nice to see it on uh all play all consoles i'm wondering if they're gonna do like a um like a pc port if they're gonna put it on pc 
maybe maybe later in the future. Yeah. You know, maybe they're just dabbling here and there and seeing how big it got. Because if anything, <laughs> this shows that we know that the MLB wanted this to go to different platforms. And since it performed, I'm sure, re- well, really well on the Xbox platform, regardless of, of Game Pass itself, I think even regular copies, it sold really well on the console too, that they were like, yo, Nintendo's big, let's let's put it on the Switch. That's going to be interesting to see. I, I know you probably won't get it, Bethel, but does this make you a little bit like, I'd like to see how it plays on Switch or how it is portably, or does that not interest you whatsoever? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd want to try it out, but I would just stick to a... Uh... Of a PS5 or, or, or the Xbox console, or but yeah, I, would, I mean, I, if it was like inexpensive on sale, I'd give it a try. Are we gonna get a review from you this year? Which is the better version, PS5, Xbox Series X, or Switch? I mean, if I get them for free, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm pay for that, that's that's one important thing. I'm you've always gotten free, not always. You haven't gotten it every year, but you've gotten the show. On PS, on the PlayStation system, and I think this year's or last year's copy you got on PS5, right? Yeah. Um, with having an Xbox Series X, does that just make it? Oh, cool! I don't have to spend money this year. I'll just get it on that. I mean, is it gonna be free? Like, yeah, they just yeah, said it was on Game Pass. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. it's on Game Pass again. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I'll probably I'll probably get it on the Xbox. Then. What if just 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 saying just saying, what if it doesn't feel right? Like you're like, maybe they changed it. But I don't like how this feels. It, would that change your mind? I would have to try it out, see what, how how different it feels. But would that would that matter in any game? Not just this, but if it was like, man, it's feel it's on multiple platforms, but it feels weird on this. It Joe, you weird. you you made an ugly face and shook your head no. I think the yeah. days of that are pretty much over. Yeah, like honestly, outside of like. If you really want to get nitpicky and be like, this just doesn't feel right on the controller, then you I could be like, okay. Yeah. You say that d- those days are over, but you have a lot of people who are like, I get shooters only on Xbox because I like how the layout is. People sure, but I think I, I, Yeah, but I mean, I feel like in a baseball game, I, I, I feel like in a baseball game, and I just said, like, based on, I mean, if you really want to nitpick and be like, well, this controller just feels right, then sure, I guess yeah. someone would do it, but I mean, you know. It's also the, the difference between, like, some people are just going to be like, yeah, I think I'll just save my, I, since I already have Game Pass, I'll just get used to it. And aren't there mods anyways? That can't you, like, is there ways to use, like, PS5 for four controllers on an Xbox? I'm sure that's a thing, right? Yeah, but you'd Someone's have to buy... figure it out by now. Yeah, but you buy adapters, so you're paying a bit more for it's, something else. It's a watch, then. That's also something to, t- to think about. Like, is, is the lead developer going to be developing that Switch version, too? Like, you know, I don't, we don't know yet. Yeah. You'd hope that it was all the same developer, but, you know, you've seen Stranger Things happen where someone just, poured, like, like here, you guys handle this. Yeah. So it's it remains to be seen. But it's kind of, it's it's pretty cool that they're going to do cross-platform, cross-play, cross-save type of stuff where you can play against each other and do all that. That's It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat that they're, they're going to do that. Especially on yeah. Switch. That was, like, one of the surprising announcements was Switch. So... The reason why we're back. The reason why we had to record this Wait, now. Sorry. And it's Shohei Otani. Why didn't you correct me when I read it? Because I was like, I was like, I wasn't paying attention to the way he said it wrong. Yeah, Beto, you don't pay attention. <laughs> you made me look stupid. <laughs> I just said late. No, I know. Shohei Otani. I hear he's fucking crazy. He's fucking really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear he's just crazy. No. 
He's a crazy fucker. <laughs> so, the reason why we're here, the reason why we're recording this last minute thing, because we didn't want to wait until next week, because it would have been old news. Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced it will acquire Destiny developer Bungie for $3.6 billion. GameIndustry.biz reports that following the deal, Bungie will be run as an independent subsidiary of SIE and will remain a multi-platform studio with the option to self-publish and reach players where they choose to play. Bungie is best known as the creators of Halo, but since become an independent studio who has focused their efforts on Destiny, a live-action service FPS RPG where players can explore the galaxy as Guardians of Light. The company is also working on a new IP. We've had a strong partnership with Bungie and since the inception of the Destiny franchise, and I couldn't be more enthralled to officially welcome the studio to PlayStation family, says SIE President CEO Jim Ryan. In an official PlayStation blog post, Ryan begins by confirming Bungie's independence. I want to be very clear that the community that Bungie will remain an independent multi-platform studio and publisher. Ryan also says that the Bungie will sit alongside the PlayStation Studio organization where the two groups will collaborate. Bungie reaffirms that it retains its abilities to independently publish and develop games even after the acquisition, and that it is committed to supporting games and communities where they choose to play. What do you guys think? Um, it's a big move. I, I, I don't want to say it's, it's um, I don't know. Like it, it's a big, it, it is a big deal because they, they, you know, they, they have, you know, Bungie's a, a really well-known, reputed, I mean, uh, like a well-respected developer and they've been running destiny for a while now mm -hmm. um but i guess that's where just kind of where we're at i mean now i'm almost part of me's not surprised mm -hmm. i think that's just where we're at right now they're they're all they're racing to buy you know it seems like they're kind of setting up the lines and they realize they want to at least i think more than anything this is more like a, um it seems like at the moment it's a it's a money thing but it's also a you know locking up a good developer and uh, it's probably something that was already in the works, but probably, so this isn't just a reactionary thing, um, as a, like from when Microsoft bought oh, Activision. Yeah, no. I'm sure this was something that they know that was, that, you know, Activision was probably in the, uh, was like, they've known for a while that Microsoft was going to buy Activision. So I'm sure they were doing their own research. They're like, yeah, we got to have our own, we should have our own, um, studio. I think generally, you know, it, it is a smaller, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, it's like they bought Bungie. It's a smaller. Like, is Bungie even a sub-publisher? I don't even know. If that's they when they left Microsoft, they went with Activision, and then they left yeah. Activision, which Activision just let them go, which was I think to all of us surprising. So they were self-publishing after a while. Yeah, they were on their own. So yeah, but um, they did talk about that this this whole thing was pretty much in the talks for like about a year already so you see like so you see like it's it's a it's a good move i think if anything you know you're not you're not getting the like what is that like the behemoth that is activision but what you are getting and what you're paying for is a really good studio mm -hmm. who has you know has you know a, a, a well-known game and a, a capable developer who you know if they want to create new stuff and I'm sure they do. We'll have you know Sony's backing, whether it be whether any of it becomes exclusive or not, um, or stays multi-platform. You know, I'm sure Sony just sees it as as an asset. They want to have them. 
yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I want to I want to see what what uh what happens next with uh, all these acquisitions. But uh, with Bungie, I'm just wondering. Um, I mean, is are they still? I haven't played this in a long time. Are they still like uh, updating uh, uh, Destiny Two? Are yeah, they still? They I are. So, Joe, you there. Joe, you fell off of it for a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they are. They, they're still. They're yeah. still. Yeah. I, I I never even bothered with Destiny Two just because I. <clears throat> Destiny One was great, but oh, I kind of I kind of fell off hard, pretty hard on it. So I just didn't care for when even uh-huh. when they announced Destiny Two. And I remember Joe, you got super into it, and you were saying so many good things. It still wasn't enough for me to like really jump into that any like that sequel. But I mean, I heard good things. Uh, same here. Like when I woke up in the morning and I I saw the news, I was just like, uh, oh, okay. It it didn't seem. At first, it was like, well, it's not. Activision Blizzard big but how I kind of looked at it throughout today thinking about it I I see it where it's more of like them now owning like Naughty Dog or Insomniac they're really great companies that will make great games hopefully with what it seems like I I could see Destiny 2 continuing to be multi-platform right Sure. But not gonna go anywhere. whatever game they're going to do separate, whatever single, uh, my guess is it's going to be a single player game and that will be the exclusive PlayStation game. But I'm just hoping, I've, t- I've talked about this multiple times, I've said it, I'm just hoping that they make something that is not a space shooter. I really want to see Bungie just like, just do something crazy, different. Fucking make yeah. a Western, you know? Give me the Red Dead 2, two I wanted. No, I'm just kidding. But no, but just something like I remember when they when they stopped when they weren't a part of Microsoft anymore. Before we even knew about Destiny, I was like, oh man, I hope they make like something different, like a Western. That was my first thought. Like, oh, that'd be cool to see Bungie make like something out of their wheelhouse at that time. A space, a space Western. <laughs> uh, what if they're just a one track bunny, Jesse? What if all they do that, is space? You know space. what? It could, it could be. That's the thing. If they were to announce like, here's our, our, our new game. It's about a space Marine in space. Who's protecting this thing or whatever, you know, and it's just basically Halo. It's just like, uh, I don't I mean, when it's just like, it's exactly like it, but like make, make a space soccer. And yeah, it's like, like, space. Yeah, like, they're like, we're making a Western we're make- set in 3127 AD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for something out of their wheelhouse, like really out of their wheelhouse, not even a shooter, man. I really want, I would like to see this company kind of like do something different. I think it's just a, I think, it, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a, it's a more focused purchase. I think it is yeah. it's a focus on the actual developer. It's yeah. not a, because when you're buying Activision, you're also buying a lot of their bloat and a lot of the shit you're, you're buying their entire, you know, they're buying everything and not everything in Activision is great. Yeah. What Sony is doing is they're spending a lot of money, but they're purchasing a developer and a well, you know, a well-known one who, you know, I think most people would want would. I don't know if I would say kill to work with, but I mean, they, they want to work with them and they want to be involved in their next thing because they've now created two things, a la both of them, albeit both of them are for in space or set in space or that kind of thing. Sci-fi, you know, both of them are, have been really successful. They were the guys that did Halo. They're known mm-hmm. for Halo. And now they're known for Destiny and people know them. So, I mean, when they decide to put out a new game and it's developed by Benji, Benji people are going to listen and they're going yeah. to be interested in it yeah but that's that's pretty much my take on it 
Um, if they announce a Destiny three, do you also think that will be multi-platform? Like, I I, I think it would be. I, I think whatever you get that's going to be exclusive, with, like you're saying, would be like something off more off the beaten path. Maybe something more like like a single player experience or something like that. I could see something like that where they go, yeah, let's do this is an exclusive for Sony. Well, you know, but you know, Destiny three or whatever it becomes, still multi-platform. Do you think that like a Destiny three would still work in this different type of multiplayer environment? I mean, I honestly wouldn't. I don't even know the the numbers or the 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 uh, user count and how in Destiny right now. Uh-huh. So I that would be something I have to look at first to even really know. I've been I've been so out of the loop. I don't know. I mean, I know it's still a thing. Yeah. I just don't know how, you know, how popular it is. Beto, you hearing about this Sony buying Bungie? Does this excite you personally? Not really. I mean, I think it's. I mean, it's cool for the the Sony uh, um, purchase them and just like kind of got themselves something. Uh, I mean, it's not really anything like compared to like what Microsoft did, but it's cool that they did that. But for me, yeah, like I'm like like you guys, I'm really I haven't played. I played a little bit of Destiny two, and then I just stopped because I really I don't I didn't really care for it anymore. I think it'd be a bigger deal if they were producing or they were developing more games, but I don't think that's their. Yeah, that's not what their 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 um mo is right now they they they've created something and, and they and like you said it's a games it's a live service uh-huh. and which is different than just making new games they've been focused on that so i think for the people that are really into that or loved destiny it's a bigger deal and i mean, I, I liked it too a lot but for those right now that aren't playing that it's more of a just a wait and see thing I think this is what makes it exciting of them being purchased by sony gives them the freedom to actually make the other games you know instead of because if anything i think them kind of being self-published in a way them working on destiny 2 i mean it i I, again i don't work in games i'm just trying to guess was harder for them to like okay let's start working on something else different but we can't spend too much time on this because this is what's making our bread and butter this is what's making our money to keep our studio up but we have ideas for this but we can't focus too many resources on it so I think with this purchase of from PlayStation, it gives them that freedom to do it. Now again, just like the Bethesda purchase uh, with Microsoft, uh, Activision Blizzard, we will not see now what the effects will be until like three to five years from now. We're not really gonna see it unless Bungie was working on it and they're like, okay, we got two more years to finish this actually now. Boom, then we can put it out. But what I'm saying is we won't be seeing this anytime soon from any of the companies right now really but the potential is there and bungie just will become like i'm saying i feel the naughty dog the insomniac the different companies that sony has acquired so i think that's what makes it exciting exciting but it's not as big as a purchase from last week or last two weeks jim ryan did say there's more acquisitions coming in the future so we're this is just the beginning of january 2022 and i feel like we're not going to be getting any any relief from any acquisitions so before we wrap this up gentlemen out, out of the out of whether it's microsoft sony what's the next biggest purchase just say a company you think like the the thing you think it would be we, you know, we don't even have to say it's Microsoft buying this or it's Sony buying this. Just put out a company you think is going to be the next 
to sell to either one? 2K. 2K? Uh, take two, you mean? Take two. Take two? Yeah. Okay, take two. Joe? And just because it's ludicrous and I have nothing else to say, Rockstar. Rockstar. Well, it is uh, is part of take two. Uh, EA. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, EA? Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, I'm going to say Konami. Well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you could send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra. And And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. But yeah, that's pretty much it. But no, sorry. But yeah, that's pretty much all I played. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a quick break. So we'll be all right. We're gonna take a quick break. So we'll be right back. How do I fucking say that all the time? <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Okay, all right. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back back to the show. But but all right, we're <laughs> gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. There you go. Fuck. I don't know why I couldn't. I thought you were going to start scatting. Skibbity-batty. Skibbity-batty. Daddy-dee-dow. Stupid-dabby-dee-dee.